Hey y'all, it's Kavo. Hey, it's JB. And welcome back to another week of Our Shit. A weekly podcast that sets a tone for women striving to be their most authentic selves while sharing the tools we use to navigate this journey called life. What is up? What's what up, is sistering? Up? How are you? I am great. Yeah, it's been a relatively uh, good day. Just busy. I'm just tired. But I have mm. tomorrow off, which I am excited about. That is a plus. Oh, so, yeah. The midday yeah, yeah. off days be good. Midweek. I know. Oh, it just feels so nice. You're like, I just got to push through the rest of the week now. That's all I have mm-hmm. to do. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So motivating. How are you? How you feeling, sis? Um. I am right there with you. I am tired. <laughs> long weekend, long <laughs> After great the weekend. weekend we had. <laughs> yes, it was a great, great, great weekend. And then um, I started working back out on Monday because I got my bike in. And so now I'm just like mm-hmm. crushing mm-hmm. it. And my body is like, girl, I cannot wait to go to bed tonight. Work has been crazy, too, because I just came back to work um, after being off for like the past four days. And so um, I feel like it's just a lot going on. So I'm trying to catch up, but here I am surviving, being great. Yeah, I know we were on the phone when you were at work and you were busy, busy. You were like, busy, busy girl. I was like, dang, I got to call you back. I got 47 emails. I was like, oh shit. All right. Like from Friday to to today, I was just like, what is going on? This guy (laughs) must have fallen. That's how I felt. I really did feel that way. So, um, and I had to get my car fixed today too. So it was just so many things going on in the midst of today, but, Mm -hmm. um, Highly favored, super blessed that I was able to get everything tackled the way I needed to do that. So I'm not going to complain about it, you know? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You ready to get into this Motivation Monday? I am. Bless our spirits, girl. This is actually a tweet from Selena. I guess that's how you would say it. On Twitter, S E L E N A A A U H H. As much as I wanted that bond, I don't care about it anymore. Be safe. Do you? Period, Pooh. Do you? Damn. You clearly doing you now. So have fun. You know? You know and that's that on that. that. And I think yeah. that's very relevant to this uh, episode that we're about to talk about. Yes, it really is. And mm-hmm. we can go ahead and get into um this scoop. What's the scoop, sis? Mm. It's, I have to realize I do have to change. I have to change the cursing, certain type of things I do. I gotta, I, I gotta keep them in mind, you know, because they love me. But not today, though. Today I'm walling. Today I'm bugging and thugging. Not today. So... We are back at it with um, at Ursine Noir on Twitter. He has some really great questions that we're going to go through. Um, and for I, the last your quote, time this year. For the last time, yes. We, I hope we don't have to wait another two years. Like I know. That shit, <sighs> oh, it hurts my heart. So long. But so long. now we have to uh, get back to work now, Jasmine. <laughs> I know, I know. Our episodes have been me. so easy. Don't remind me. Oh, my gosh. But maybe some of these questions will turn into episode topics, guys. You'll never know. That's Um, accurate. But we'll start off with Issa and Lawrence. So, obviously, your quote 
was perfect and spot on. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The comment was made, if we want this to work, it'll work. So do you believe that? Can love conquer all? Or are there legit insurmountables for you? There are legit insurmountables for me. Okay. You got a baby? A baby baby? We're going to get into that nah. a little later, but a whole child. Yeah, we just I just can't. Um, long distance isn't a no-go for me. Okay. I, we've talked about this before because I've yeah, we have. been in long distance relationships before, but they are exhausting. So I'm at a point in my life right now where that's just not something that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, disrespect, can't tolerate it. So that's an insurmountable. Yeah, I don't know. If okay. we want this to work, it'll work. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that, that that's very true when it's all, you know, worth it and such. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I don't believe that I have to suffer for it to work. Yes. <laughs> like, I think <laughs> that if it's going to work and love's supposed to conquer all, then it should be like an effortless kind of things. Like, obviously, there's going to be things that we have to kind of push through, whether that's, you know, therapy for you and your family or it's you know the long distance thing we have to kind of figure out how this is going to work and make sure that we're both on the same page like those kind of things we can work through but Mm -hmm. I mean I'm not going to suffer and be disrespected lied to you know hands put on whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. these are extremes here but I'm not going to go through the suffering just to have love like I would rather be Mm -hmm. single and provide for myself and live my best life than have someone hold me down to be completely honest or hold me back precisely you know because that does weighs into so much other things like if your personal life when you're kind of in this limbo with your significant other sometimes that person could pull you away from your friends pull you away from your family pull you away from your job it's just so Mm. many things that could go from there that i'm not interested in Mm. accurate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. accurate Mm -hmm. And that's that on that. (laughs) Very well (laughs) said, my sister. Yes. Uh, We'll get into Molly and Andrew. Okay. So they're at the party. You know, they're vibing or whatever. Her intern, is that her intern? I think, or her, like, one of the guys that works for her. um, I think he used to be her intern, and now he's an official. Gotcha. He's an official junior attorney attorney or something. Yeah. Okay, well, he comes up to them and says that, you know, they're about to go somewhere else. Molly speaks for the group without even consulting Andrew. What are your thoughts about that, first and foremost? So we've had conversations before. I don't know if it's been on the podcast or separately, where I was saying how um, a friend and I were talking about the different ways in which Molly is um, inconsiderate. Mm-hmm. In very small ways, but yes. can turn and can snowball into bigger issues. And I feel that this is just another example of that for her. I agree. She has um, younger child, <clears throat> youngest child syndrome, in a sense. Like for me, even though she's not the youngest, she has like that type of. Um, or she feels like she should get everything, and yeah, why are you saying no to me? Accommodate for her. <laughs> you need to accommodate for me. Yeah, everybody should accommodate for her to feel comfortable. She shouldn't have to accommodate or compromise for anything. That's kind of what she gives off in this. Mm -hmm. What do you think? No, I agree. I think that um, in that element, it's kind of just like, once again, Molly's unaware. And she's so used to kind of getting things her way that Mm -hmm. she continues to not consult that she's in a whole relationship and that it's not just her, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. There's another question about this, that 
particular moment um, reminds me of the introvert and extrovert dynamics in the connections, right? So mm-hmm. which are you? Do you tend to date people like you in this way? If not, what's been the good, the bad, and ugly of managing the differences? So I think we've already talked about who we are kind of as people like introverts and extroverts and things like that. Mm -hmm. So how do you deal with the dynamic of dating someone that's opposite of you um, and those differences? I'll let you go first. I'm a very extroverted person. I think I've already said this a thousand and one times. I can, I am, hmm. The guys that I've usually dated have been extroverts as well. So like it's always something, right? So it's like you're on the go. But I feel like sometimes when I'm tired and they're more extroverted than me, it makes it seem like I'm not down for the shits when that's not the case, you know? I'm just mm-hmm. tired or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that um, my friends who have intro- who are introverted, if I had to date someone that were that was like them, I, that, whew, it's... It's a process out here in these streets, okay? <laughs> because I feel like even though I am an extrovert, I like having my introverted moments where like I like to be in my house and just relax mm-hmm. and not really have to be on the scene like that or be in people's faces. And like I have friends who are way more extroverted than me and they think that I'm like a grandma, which is hilarious. But it's like <laughs> I know people who are true introverts who literally do not they like they go out one time and they're good that they've had their people interaction for like the year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I dating someone who's like that, I think it would just be a little bit more. Um, I just have to make sure that we're both on the same page and we're communicating well and making sure that we're not um, that I'm not I'm being I'm being considerate of their feelings as well. I'm pretty sure we talked about this before, but I'm the introverted one out of the two of us. And so for me, I have moments where I'm an extrovert. Right. Mm-hmm. So. From time to time, every couple of weeks, I'll like designate a day where I'm going to go out and be social. And that's about it. Once my social meter runs dry, it's dry, baby, I'm going home. Um, I typically end up, I've dated different types of people, but I think overall I've dated extroverted people and we have Mm -hmm. butt heads, okay? We have literally butt heads because I just don't grasp like... Why do you need to go out every day of the week? You don't have anything else to do on another day at home, like maybe clean up or something. No, no, you just have to be around people all the time. It would, it used to drive me insane. Um, but I have dated other introverted people, which I kind of like that as well, especially when they have the same kind of like mixture where mm-hmm. they're extroverted from time to time because then we can go be social. Yeah. If we're in the same mood at the same time and then we can like come on back home and chill like we like to do. You know? And that's good. I think that I um like extroverts is so funny to me because I think people assume that if you're an extroverted person you have to be out all the time or you're in someone's faces or you're right. you're just around people constantly. And like I work in the event world, so like I'm around people constantly anyways because of the nature of my job. But like when it's event season for me on the weekends, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to be around people. I don't want to talk to people. I don't want my phone going off. But there'll be times where I'll put my phone on do not disturb and literally not talk to anyone all day. And it's the most calming and just nice experience to have because you're just always having to be on all the time too, you know? So mm-hmm. I do take pride. And I do like the fact that like sometimes you just want to be off and just do your own, like not talk to people. And even if you're out and about, it's like you're doing it on your own, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I like that um Nathan and Issa 
I feel like they're a vibe. We already know this, but Mm -hmm. do you think they'll remain friends? Remain just friends? Absolutely not. And I hope they get together. I am rooting for them. We were all rooting for you. We're all rooting for you. No, I feel feel like that's how everybody feels about Lawrence because everybody was falling in love and falling to the tricks. I was. In these past couple episodes. Oh my God, that's so sweet. I'm like, nah, that nigga finna fuck it up. Watch. How did he? Some shit is gonna we're gonna, happen. we're gonna talk about that in a few. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But I we will disagree with your but statement. There, with, but okay. But yeah, Nathan and Issa, I love their relationship. I love their dynamic. I feel like the playful, childish banter that she has with Lawrence is obviously different with Nathan, but she still has it. Mm-hmm. It's still there. They still have their back and forth little inside jokes. He laughs at her stupid shit and just allows her to be herself without any you know second thought about it which I really appreciate about their dynamic um and I feel like Nathan is there for Issa in ways that we have not seen Lawrence show up yet like yes Lawrence it's a he's a good idea right Mm -hmm. the concept of him is a good idea because we started with her being with Lawrence so we're kind of married to this idea of them being together and they're so intertwined as far as friendships and things like that but when it comes to people who have actually been there for Issa when she needed or showed up for her in ways that, you know, she needed, I think that's Nathan. And just beyond, you know, the, um, the, him helping or asking, reaching out to Andrew and asking for the block party. I mean, he just supports her from the beginning of her thought. He's like, you can do that. I don't see why not, you know? And then Mm -hmm. as she got further along, she needed his help without any second thought or expecting anything he was there and then even now I think she has another event that she's working on and he's like here let's provide the space for it you know he's so supportive and there for her in ways that I think is refreshing for her because she had to be there for Lawrence and that's all we've seen with them I agree that it's refreshing and their dynamic is really nice I do believe that the value of their friendship will hold more weight than the value of a relationship with them. Because I think that they're, they're building this friendship from ground up and the respect level there. And I think you're right when I, when you say that like he supports her from start to finish and things like that. I just feel like sometimes when you have like that really good guy friend in your life that just, even though you know there's, there probably is something there. It's like, you don't want to mess that up. You like in a relationship can sometimes do that. And I feel like with Issa, like she's seen what I mean, they started off being something they thought they were going to be something. And then that that whole situation happened where he like disappeared and whatnot. But I think like in this stage in her life, she just needs a true friend and not a boyfriend. Because obviously, once we get past all of this happening and at, at the end, we see like what happens with Lawrence and whatnot. But I just think like. She needs a really good male friend in her life. Someone that's truly like there for her and there's no expectations set about like the rules of a relationship. And that's why I think like they'll be friends. Not maybe not forever. I can't tell the future of what Issa's going to do when she writes all this. You know, she her fingers be going and they be creating magic. But it would be nice to see their dynamic their friendship, you know, continue to grow. And if that forms to a relationship. okay. but I still love Lawrence and maybe I am married to the idea of Lawrence. We'll get more into that, but, you know, I just, um, I don't know. I, I feel like there's something about that first love, and they were together for so long, and I think that they were at a time in their lives where, you know, Lawrence obviously didn't support, gives Issa the support that she needed, and she 
felt like she gave him the support, but he clearly was missing something from her as well. And they were both mm-hmm. young and it was just, you know, not at the right time. And even though this whole situation with Condoleezza is about to fuck that all up, you'll never know what happens. We'll see. Yeah, I think um, I have a friend of mine who has me focusing on like the way things are shot and stuff and mm-hmm. like the coloring and with Nathan and Issa, it's always like a neutral color palette, right? But with everybody else, she always has some sort of bright color or whatever. I think that stands for something. I think, like you said, with her and Nathan, they have this friendship and this respect with each other that's grounding for the both mm-hmm. of them. But yeah. I really do feel and I hope that that becomes, that grounding in each other becomes something more at some point just because... Um, I don't, nice I don't think his attraction to Nathan is, I mean, huh? Nothing. Keep going. Oh, I was going to say, I was, I don't think Nathan's attraction to Issa is going to go away. And I don't think her attraction to him is going to go away. I just think that it'll evolve. And I also feel that because they met each other as adults, they look at each other as adults True. and they don't have that extra, I don't want to say burden, but that extra burden of time weighing down on, you know, your view of somebody and what they might do or might not do. That could very well happen. And I mean, I feel like either way, she would come out in a very good situation for herself because if the love is there Mm -hmm. and she truly cares about either one of these people and that's and she wants to make that work and they decide to make that work. Even though we said earlier, there's I don't want to suffer for anything like in this time in her, both of the, all of all three of them, right? This little love triangle or whatever is going on. Uh-huh. It's the right time in all of their lives, right? Where things just can align that way. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see like how it kind of plays out in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, back to Molly and Andrew. So mm-hmm. Molly um, <laughs> and Andrew kind of got into a, a bit of an argument, breakup slash um, at after after the um event they went to and so he kind of just told her like you know everything's about molly it's always on your time i've always been on your time it's never been about us you know or whatever do you think he's right about that um absolutely absolutely i think he's right about that because molly didn't even pick up on the cues that he did not want to be there anymore whether it was like her being introverted and him being extroverted or whatever the case may be he wasn't having that good of a time first off because he didn't know those people Mm -hmm. second off he probably just wanted to be at home spending time with you chilling he knew looking for latoya was coming on so he wanted to sit down and watch that and um i just feel like her telling him oh I'll tell the DJ to play one of your artist songs then it'll feel like a work thing for you too he just was like okay because he probably didn't want to bring cause any issues and she he knew she wasn't gonna like let up on it so um but I feel like Molly loves to manipulate things to benefit her like yeah, I remember that was we were talking about the manipulation food tactic mm-hmm. yeah Remember we were talking about the food when she went and got something different. And he was like, I thought we were getting Indian. She was like, well, I didn't like their non last time. So I got us this. And that's not what he asked for, even what he likes, you know. And then here we are again, because that's not what he asked for. He said he wanted to go home and she should have been like, you know what? We'll see y'all next time. We're going to head home and let that be that. Regardless if you want to stay out or not, the person that your guest that you brought is ready to go, girl. Like, let's go. Um... 
Yeah, I feel like he's absolutely right about her and I'm glad he finally told her. And then also, I think it just kind of boiled over because she was like, I don't want to watch the show yet. I'm tired. I know, he got pissed. And then he's like, okay, well, I'll watch it. And she's like, no, you got to wait on me. You're not going to watch it without me. He's like, well, what the? What am I supposed to do? Because this is what I want to do. Yep. Like, I'll watch it again with you, but I want to watch it now. You know, like, it has I to be. I feel like this has all just been brewing. I knew it was yeah. coming. I knew it was going to happen because that's how she up. is. And I feel like it'd be different if you were with your homegirl at this work event and she's like, I'm ready to go. You'd be like, all right, girl, well, you know, I'm about to stay. Like, And your homegirl can get an Uber or, you know, whatever. She, right. want, she can set up her next move. But you're with your significant other. I feel like it's a team dynamic here. Like, we need to make sure mm-hmm. that, like, we're literally on the same page. And if someone asks us, like, hey, y'all want to go do this and this? I'm like, oh, we're, we'll talk about it and I'll let you know, like, and move on. Like, I'm not going to give you a direct right. answer right then and there. We might be there, there, but I'm going to check with him and we'll see. Yeah, and we'll see or something, something like so that. Simple. Like, include your person that you that you brought, especially if that's your boyfriend, because you don't know if he wants to do something else. I don't know. I feel like she has this very selfish, like, manner about herself and that's how she's always been since day one Mm -hmm. really and truly and it shows it reflects in all of her relationships along with all of Mm -hmm. her friendships and it's just kind of come to a bowling over point for everyone right i don't blame andrew for being annoyed i would be annoyed i don't know if i would have lasted that long like Andrew lasted a very long. He time lasted way in, too long because after that whole brother basketball situation, yeah. After Mexico, I'd have been done. And then if I gave you another chance to, like, come out with me and my brother and you turn that down, too, it's like, what are we doing here? I came home and been like, okay, I'm done. And you brought the wrong food home that day, too? Yes. It's like you're not even, like, trying to incorporate me me. in anything you have going on. I'm good. Do you. Be safe and do you. Okay? (laughs) Yes. Seriously. I feel like this was, like, a really monumental part of the show, too. Even though it was such a... It was a... It lasted for the entire show, but I feel like they only gave us snippets from it, you know? Um, Derek and Tiffany. So, Derek says there's more that could have been done. Obviously, we all kind of figured that Tiffany was having some postpartum depression or just something was going on. She, I mean, they couldn't find her. It was a whole lot of things happening. Do you take the brunt of the responsibility when the relationship isn't working, looking for all the places you went wrong? Or are you pretty confident that if there was an issue, it was the other party? Oh, I'm usually the person that blames myself a lot of the time. Okay. That's not most healthy, but I am I'm more introspective than I am, I guess, extrospective. I don't know what the mm-hmm. word for that is, but I'm more introspective. So I'll look at myself and think of all the ways that I could have diverted the situation or avoided whatever was about to happen and uh then I kind of beat myself up about it so Derek sitting there and saying there was more that he could have done that's me that's me AF I'm not gonna lie because when you're in that situation who's gonna sit there and be like she should have told me why didn't she tell me she was going through like nobody's gonna do that people especially if they care about you they're gonna be looking at themselves trying to figure out what they could have done to help you exactly so yeah. Especially in that situation that broke my heart and I felt so bad for Derek because I'm definitely that person too. I mean, I know if I'm in the wrong, I'm going to state that I'm in the wrong. And I feel like whenever you can't control something when it comes to your significant other, it's easy for you to internalize and look at yourself and say, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like, did I do something? Like, in, in, in retrospect, you don't want to make it seem like not for 
small ass issues right like if he's not communicating with you well or Mm -hmm. he's not properly showing you that he likes or some bullshit like hell no like it's not you baby girl it's him but in this situation Mm -hmm. i definitely would be that person that's like oh my gosh like i could have like i saw these signs earlier i just thought that she needed her space or i just thought that you know um she was gonna you know get over it or something of that sort and i that breaks my heart Mm -hmm. for him because i feel like him and tiffany are very cute very well Mm -hmm. fitted for each other as well yeah, for sure. For sure, so, for sure. I think, yeah. I mean, I agree. I feel like everybody's going to kind of look into themselves in those situations, even though it might not be the most healthy. But yeah. what I did appreciate about this scene is that even when Molly was speechless and Kelly didn't know what to say, Issa spoke up and let him yes. know that, you know, you are a great day. You are a great husband. You are, you know, Nobody's as perfect as you could have been. There's no way that you would have known or been able to take control of this situation so yeah sometimes you just need that little like boost of like i don't even know the word for it sometimes you need someone to talk some calmness into you right like Mm -hmm. just speak that positivity over your life because it's easy to like circle down and kind of drown in this whole like negative thought Mm -hmm. thing of like oh what could i have done better and things like that um yeah which leads me into Back to Molly and Andrew. I feel like we should probably put them in shifts, but whatever. <laughs> Are we um, not going to talk about how we hated that we wasted eight minutes looking for Tiffany for this terrible ass performance or no? Uh, honestly, when she opened that door, I was I like, was hoping that's it? That, no, let's please. Can we talk about that real quick? Let's talk about it. We're week? talking about it. Right. Because I can just cut that stuff out. So let's talk about it. Okay. Because first things first, Amanda Seals, I have a grievance. We waited, first of all, not waited, we wasted, we wasted eight entire minutes of our lives, eight entire quality minutes of this show looking for your ass, for you to open the door and for you to not be with a side nigga, and then for you to give us this piss poor ass performance that an eight-year-old could have done, you're sad, so you look down, and you show no emotion on your face, and then when your husband wants to hug you, all you can get out is, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Everybody in the background was acting better than you are, sis. Why are you here? Can we switch her out like we did? Okay, You know, dark skin, I mean, no shade, but can we do something different? I was not expecting for you to say all that that was reckless <laughs> no ma'am i thought you were gonna say all like her that. acting of her saying i'm sorry definitely was bad but like the acting was terrible but i really wanted there to be a, a side nigga in the background no i was not <laughs> expecting that sake. at all i was expecting for really? her to be in that room and they had to like bust the door down and she was gonna be eating some twinkies on the floor watching goddamn lucy or something like that you know i thought Golden she was Girls, gonna be like broken down at least crying or something yeah like, like i expected for something like, to be very i expected for it to be dramatic but I'm sorry. that was very like that was very lackluster was so and i'm bland. like what? it was like why i was not expecting that so i will agree with you in the sense of i was not expecting for her to be super super boring about her response to Derek. but i was not expecting for there to be a man in that room <laughs> <laughs> i was just like okay, i'd have been mad as hell it's gonna be another nigga in there i would have been mad as hell if she would have another man in there that it wasn't though if you like, had another oh, man in there, I'd have been like, seriously, Tiffany, like you and Derek literally like out of all the friendships, you guys are the most stable that we've seen. Right. You guys have your mm-hmm. moments, but you guys are very like you guys are well suited for each other. It makes sense. OK, like if you would have gone through all of that just to have another nigga in that room. ugh, you're right. Throw the whole thing away. 
throw her away. You're right. She belonged to the streets. I'll I couldn't. Just, you know, couldn't. I'm a messy bitch who lives. You messy. Drama. That was that was messy. <laughs> we we gonna reel it back in, okay? But no, seriously, I just that performance that she gave us was was not. Poor. You're right. You're so I right. mean, my God, who the hell? Okay, this scene. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But you know, I don't think they'd be really wanting to give Amanda Seals a lot of um, Showtime. They, I don't think they do because nobody really fuck with her like that. But yeah, especially like, after that whole incident, what Tiffany a year ago or two years ago, with the right. um, the Grammys or Oscars or whatever party they were doing. Some when they had the show. party, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like a lot of people just spoke up and was like, "If you're not nice to people, why would they be? Why would they care to like fuck with you like that?" So I feel like yeah, her as so a person her outside of Tiffany, you know, not many people. I mean, she's problematic. I think sometimes she says some things and I'm just like, "Girl, what?" But there's other things that she like talks about and I'm just like, I feel you on that. Okay. But I just think it's kind of one of those. I think she's somebody that you either like or you don't like. There's no in between. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I don't too much follow her too much. She does have a podcast. Yes, um, she does. I have a couple friends that love her podcast. Let's get into the real tea of the night. <laughs> Lawrence is having a baby with Condoleezza Rice. The Twitter streets uh, were right again. They are always right. I'm like, How? How do y'all be peeping this before everybody else? I don't understand. They They just be knowing. So given the news that Issa got tonight from Lawrence, what do you think she should do? Would you stick with him? What would you do? Oh, it's time to go, baby. It's time to go. You feel like Issa should be like, I'm out? Yeah. Ah! Absolutely. Okay. 1,000%. I've been Issa before. This show annoys me because it's so realistic, but I've been Issa before. And I was like, mm, okay, well, you know, you figure that out. You know, this was nice, though. Because beyond savoring this relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Lawrence now has a whole new lifestyle that he has to figure out. Like, he's a whole dad. So... He has a whole kid. So that's his life. And then he's moving to San Francisco. And then not only is it that he has a baby, but he has a baby with the one girl that he was like taking seriously when he wasn't with you that you worked with that ditched you on the last. Like, that's just too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's entirely too much. So as far as I'm concerned, yeah, I mean, Lawrence can always be like a good distant friend with the baby or whatever, but I feel like her and Lawrence's story needs to now come to an end because that's too much to be trying to figure out. You're trying to figure out not only this new, because it's a new relationship because they yeah. were broken up for a year, right? So they have to figure each other out again. And then you have to figure out how to be a parent and not only how to be a parent, how to co-parent with somebody that you don't want a baby with. That's a lot. That so, yeah, is a they're lot. Done. Yeah, that's a lot. And honestly, when... I was watching the episode and saw that I was just like well damn there goes that relationship because yeah like you said there's so many different avenues that you have to go through as far as like learning about each other because you guys are whole new people now and then you gotta learn how to be a dad and learn how to co-parent because she's already said that you don't have to be involved but of course Lawrence is going to be involved of course that was mad manipulative for her to say yes and we'll get more into that based off of the type of person that he was yes exactly but it's like there's so much it's over it's an overwhelming experience to already potentially get back with your ex-boyfriend that you cheated on but he forgave you and now who you guys are that's already overwhelming in itself and right. then you come back with a baby i would kind of feel like my i i 
I can't, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like for Issa, like it's, she's at the point in her life where, yeah, it's probably going to be best for them just to remain distant friends because it's not, it's not going to be good for her mental space to be sitting here watching Mm -hmm. Lawrence date this girl, not date this girl, but have a baby with this woman who he wanted to be serious with. And she knew that, you know, so it's not gonna be good for Mm -hmm. her mental state either. And she's not, she doesn't have her go-to person like that. I mean, clearly later on the episode they talk, but it's like so many things are going through her mind right now that are not, you know, established. And then for me personally, I just would be heartbroken. I'm gonna be completely honest. I'm I'm a sappy oh, guy. I love love, but I would be so heartbroken because if I had the potential to get back with one of my exes, that like like say I did some shit like like I was in the same situation as Issa, right? So we're getting back together, and this is something that like we both want, and then he hits me with that news. I would be crushed because you have this whole lifestyle of what you've you thought you've already planned this life out with that person that you think is going to happen. And then your whole world mm-hmm. is like turned upside down because this woman decides that, you know, she decides that she wants to be a parent. No, now granted, it takes two to tango. I'm not taking Lawrence out of the situation. It is just as much his fault as it is hers. You guys are adults. You should know better. There's only one way to have babies. Okay. Let's not one way, but there's only so many ways to have babies between you two and they know what they did to have that child, you know? Mm-hmm. So I would be pissed. I'd be angry. I'd be disappointed. I'd be sad. And I would have probably rolled up too, just like Issa and be like, what the fuck? Here we yeah, are. Yeah, honestly, that would have been me. That last scene when they zoomed out, sitting on, yep. the, <laughs> sitting on the patio with a J. Like, seriously, because what can you do in that moment? And when Issa was sitting there she was like just when I thought everything was gonna get good and she was like fuck like I felt that like that defeat that disappointment like I really thought that this was going to be something and mm -hmm. here we are here we are again why you know and this time it's on him and it's like do you and look like an ass? Permanent. By saying like, it's, like, not a, yeah. it's not a mistake. It's that not. Can be but taken here's my away, question: like, or, Do you look like an ass by saying, "Okay, well, I don't want to continue this relationship anymore," even though, like, you guys were once together and you cheated on him? He, d- y'all broke up. He was moving on with his life. So were you. And then it just happens that y'all fall back in love with one another, or are falling back in love, or falling back into some situation with each other. And he just got caught up in a bad situation. So it's like, do you look like an ass for being like, nope, I'm out? Who cares? True. That's how I feel. Who cares? Because yes, I might have cheated or whatever and had sex with somebody, but there's no long lasting result from that other than your ego and the memory and our Mm -hmm. memory of whatever happened that night, right? That's something that we can suppress, something we can move past, something we can deal with and go forward, go forward with people do it every day, right? But you having a whole baby and you having to learn how to raise a whole baby and you being involved in that baby's life as we know that Lawrence is going to be is not a temporary thing exactly. it's not something that you can get over and move past it's something that your life changes your life and would change mine exactly. and I would have to be now accustomed to being somebody's stepmother and I tell you right now baby I am no one's stepmother okay <laughs> no one nobody's stepmother so i am no one's stepmother not one person on this i think it's just unfortunate that it's like with her with condoleezza like it's just like yeah out of all the people that this could have happened with a partner yeah like like, out of all the people it's just like it's really unfortunate that it had to be her and 
I feel. Remember, I told you that this was not our last time seeing her. Oh, you did. Remember, and you were like, "Is this over? Comes. This our last time?" I was like, "It didn't feel finished. We're not yep. done seeing her, bro. She coming back." Exactly. And here comes Look her manipulative her. ass. You know, telling him that you don't, you can be as involved or not involved as you like, and it's just like you know that you oh. found someone who will literally move Earth for a child and so right you know his heart so you saying those kind of things like it just shows the kind of person that she truly is and once again i'm just not here for it yeah i feel like there's some type of color significance about her having on the all white and him wearing the all black right um but i don't i don't know what color girl I know. I told you, my friend got me really anyway. watching shit different. But I'm like, I'm. But I noticed that in um, in their scenes, it's like that though. Yeah, like black and white. That's like what they usually wear Light when and they're dark. around each yeah. other. I so. agree. I do notice that too. I just think it's funny how you pointed that out. Um, no, it was real obvious in this scene. That's all. Oh like, yeah, mm. for sure. And he was looking mm. fine. Anyway, he was getting fine in the all black. Okay, when he was, he was like upset and angry, and I was like, "Oh, baby, come here, lay your head on mama's Lay your head on my bosom, baby. Care of you. Um, <laughs> so clearly, after that traumatic scenes, both of those scenes with, you know, Lawrence telling Issa what's going on, Condola, Condola, sorry, uh, being all manipulative and things like that, Gordon we end the Zola. whole season with her and Molly having a, a talk at the table. Yeah. Oh, I really like the way those scenes were edited too. How they paired them, like flash to oh, yeah. flash to con- Condola flashback. Oh yeah. And forth with the same those conversation. Were good. That was good. Those mm-hmm. were really good. That was good. So, um, Issa and Molly, what are you thinking? Their conversation. Do you think that this was like? Obviously, we know this is well overdue, but. Them sitting down after all of these, this, you know, Molly just went through a breakup. Issa just got told that, you know, her life would turn upside down or the nigga that she was loving was turning upside down or whatever. Um, do you feel like this was the time and like that now their friendship can kind of move forward in a sense? Do you feel like this episode or this season was really about like the love between Issa and Molly and not the love between everything else? I think it can be about that. Um, I think that it's the perfect time for them to now come together and try to mend their friendship because I think Molly lost sight of her friendship with Andrew mm-hmm. more. So, I mean, not <laughs> Molly oh, lost sight of her friendship with Issa, yes, mm-hmm. because of her relationship with Andrew. She was one of those girls. Everybody has those friends that like their relationship becomes more important than their friendship. And maybe it's a subconscious thing, but she kind of placed a lot more weight on Andrew than she did on her relationship with her friends, right? Yeah. Um, and I feel like now that Andrew, it took a while for Andrew to tell Molly the truth. He was the supportive one trying to like mm-hmm. feel her out. And then it was like, okay, look, let me tell you how I feel. X, Y, and Z, this is what I don't like about you. Da 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 da. And I think that this entire time, people have been telling Molly that she was self centered or that she only cared about herself or whatever. But she placed Andrew's opinion way heavier than mm-hmm. she did anyone else's. She did. So. When it came down to it and she's having a conversation with her therapist, she's not doing the work because she goes home and Andrew is still just 
like like basically allowing her to do whatever or what is it succeeding to her demands i guess mm-hmm. that would be the word to it he's just like okay whatever you want it's fine and he's not necessarily voicing his opinion so molly doesn't feel like she has a problem until now she realizes she lost her nigga and now who else does she have the only person that she has is Issa and honestly the only person that she probably would want to talk to about all of this is Issa so she came back and you know hit her up and I really feel that this conversation started with her being like I'm starting to realize that I am X, Y, and Z and I need to work on that and then they kind of go from there I think that it's going to be a good healthy conversation yeah I think that um Sometimes when you lose sight of like the overall friendship, obviously things can go left and that's what happened. Um, But I think both of them are at a point in their lives where it's just like we need each other and let's just talk about it. And maybe it's for the best that shit had to come to, you know, she had to hit the fans for them to have a conversation because whenever you what I what I noticed throughout the entire season is like when one person was doing better than the other and they tried to have the conversation it was kind of like let's go tit for tat let's be petty with each other instead of like actually having the conversation so now that they're both Mm -hmm. on like really essentially playing like even playing fields it's like nobody's better than the other in each other's minds I guess if you want to say it that way um Mm -hmm. they no longer are competing in a sense and now they're able to actually just be open and honest with one another and I think that's yeah sometimes it has to get to that point unfortunately it sucks because like both of their lives are now in shambles but it'd be nice if like people could just talk about things beforehand so that it didn't have to get to that point so that Issa could say like Mm -hmm. girl here you go like doing these things but instead of you taking that as me you know shooting you in the in the leg or some shit like that and try to come for you I'm not coming for you I'm just letting you know that you're about to ruin something good because you're so self-conceited about yourself you know or vice versa like you're running back to Lawrence and giving him all this grace girl but you need to make sure that him and Condola are truly done before you start going around telling Nathan that you know you're thinking about getting back with Lawrence because that's none of his business at this point in time so it's those things where it's like when you don't have your go-to person that can sit down and tell you these things you start just doing things out of the off the cuff and then life hits you hard smacks you in the face yeah so it really does it does so i just you know um i would be interested in the next season for them to kind of open up with like just a background view of what was said at that table because i would like to know like what made if they if they continue to be friends what did Issa say for molly to be like i get it now and what did molly say for Issa to be like okay i understand where you're coming from right just as i feel like the next season so season five episode one i feel like it is not gonna start from them sitting at the table and continuing the conversation i feel that it's just saying like they have contact in the the situation that they're gonna give it to us right but this is how they're gonna give it to us i'm just trying to predict right so Mm -hmm. they're going to start it with Issa and molly being friends like they were before somewhere out doing something or having a self-care Sunday like everything's Mm -hmm. fine and then as things start to unfold then we'll get bits and pieces of the conversation from the restaurant because this past season they I think they started it kind of where we ended it I don't fuck with her no more right they Mm -hmm. started it kind of where where i don't think um, it's gonna start where we end that's not how seasons go it's gonna be like months or a year or something like that that's gonna happen afterwards but i do think that like 
having the context clues, which I know they're going to give it to us, um, mm-hmm. will be great to kind of just know what was said so that both parts, so we can understand like why they decided to come together. Because right, right. now it's Team Molly, Team Issa, okay? Right now people mm-hmm. are kind of like, listen, Molly is in the right because Molly deserves to be treated like X, Y, and Z. And people are like, nah, Molly's in the wrong because Issa deserves to be treated like whatever, you know? So mm-hmm. I'll be just interested to see, you know, how their friendship dynamic comes back together um, and what that looks like in the future. And I be one, I, yeah. I'm wondering, you know, what will happen with Lawrence and Condola? Like, you know, that's a whole mm. permanent situation. So um, I know that's going to be a very a character struggle for Lawrence because he's about to move to San Francisco. He just got a new job. This is supposed to be his fresh start, something new. And now he has to be tied down to something that's going to forever be in his oh. life. Not that a kid is not a blessing. Um, it's just maybe that blessing could have waited. And here we are, you know right so yep good season finale though that was probably one of my favorite episodes between that one and the one that carrie washington directed yes the last two episodes then it all Mm -hmm. just came to like a head i wish that like those buffer episodes that they gave us where it was kind of like okay let's relax we're actually not buffer episodes yeah because i feel like there could have been so much more you know yeah but like um, we could have gotten further into tiffany's post oh my gosh they could have tapped into that really nicely too so um i wonder like how maybe they're just trying to phase her out and it's just gonna be like yeah something happened tiffany's to tiffany in rehab to, mental to get herself together and i mean it could yeah, be that way and then we just won't see tiffany for a while and i honestly sudden, would not be surprised Derek and tiffany got a divorce and oh we that'd see, be like, sad Simone and Derek. or maybe Derek and tiffany decided to move i that don't know too so many things but well, then i like Derek. i do too i like Derek too i like that he's with i like him and tiffany together it's just the I person do. that's behind tiffany playing tiffany is not the strongest likable person out there in the world right now so um she's I'd be, not the strongest actress either <laughs> terrible ass scene so that i just pissed me know, off oh girl i really was like is this it oh man like okay girl that's what like i'm sorry i'm sorry I'm it was sorry. very underwhelming. Girl, you can't even act like you crying. You just yeah, th- and I was like, "Where's the teardrops? Teardrops." She literally teardrops. just looked down, looked down, and tilted her head down like I'm sorry, <laughs> like a six year old. Girl, what the hell is that? They were like in that scene. Okay, Tiffany, you can go back. Okay, Amanda, you can. I go guess back they were just thing. like, let's just get her ass in and out. Right. <laughs> we don't need nothing else. That's good, girl. Oh. Great job. Um, you ready to get into this deal <laughs> of the week? know what we haven't had in a long time what? a feature of the week and i we have, have not okay go ahead okay girl all right so this week's feature of the week is first watch in peachtree corners the address oh, yeah. is 5230 town center boulevard suite 110 peachtree corner georgia 30092 it is delicious okay they do um brunch they do lunch they do good food they are open daily from 7 a.m to 2 30 p.m so it's really just a little mm-hmm. cute little brunch spot they have them in various locations um but i went there this past weekend and totally enjoyed the breakfast tacos 
chicken, eggs, pico de gallo, beans. Oh my gosh, delicious sour cream. They come out with these huge pancakes. I went with Big Red. Um, it was just a very, very great little breakfast spot. So if you're in the market for some breakfast on the weekends, or if you don't have to work during the week all the time, I advise you go to mm -hmm. First Watch. Find a location oh, yeah. near you. First watch was good. They were absolutely delicious. Mm -hmm. All righty. If you guys have any questions, comments, suggestions for future episode topics, anybody that wants to be a guest on the podcast or maybe have any kind of sponsorship opportunities, email us at becomingshelive at gmail.com. And if you guys would like to follow us on our journey, which you should, because our Instagram is you really very should. cute. It's becoming she underscore on Instagram and on Twitter. So, oh, that information will be in the description box. Other than that, that's all we have. The <laughs> we love y'all. We out. Peace.